Welcome back to LiveWire, aka Connecting to the Source. Remember, we're all cell phones, so if we're not connected to Jesus Christ, we'll lose our battery. Jesus Christ is our battery, so welcome back again. On today, on the show, on the podcast, <laughs> we have a very, very, very... Ah, I want to say friend, but if I say friend now, <laughs> to cause another like it. But welcome back, well, welcome back, my friends. Welcome back, everybody. I want to welcome my friend. Only Dami Lola to the podcast. Hey, welcome. Hey, how you doing? <laughs> hi, hi, good news. Yes, hi everyone. My name is Oinda Mola. Don't mind him. He calls me Oinda Lola, but my name is actually Oinda Mola. Okay. But yeah, it's I'm I'm grateful to be here. Grateful for to be called to this space. So yeah, nice to meet you all. Nice, nice to be here. Okay, well, guys, just, this girl she came from the mountain to join us on this podcast. Right? <laughs> I I was. I was calling her like, hey, where are you? Say, oh, I'm praying with my friend. I'm like, okay, don't worry. Just take your time and pray. Me, I'm going to pray too. Too. So I say, God is me. God made this today to be, to be a glorious day. Every day of our life is a glorious day. But today, God like, this girl, she's coming from mountains. So good news. I'm drinking someone. So, hey, how you doing? How, how, how's your day been, man? How you doing? I'm good. I'm fine. My day has been okay. Very chill day. Very relaxed day. Spoke to my dad, spoke to my friends. Nice. So really, nice, nice. Yeah. yeah, well, I, mean, I just spend my day sleeping, trying to read. Well, mm-hmm. most of the time, just playing worship songs on my bed there because I could not do anything else. My conscience was just judging me for reading my Bible. So, <laughs> <laughs> so I, had to, I had no choice to get up. Eh? So, no, eh, well, a, a speaker said something. He said, uh, If you are feeling something in your spirit, do it. You don't know what to do, come out of it. So I'm like, okay, I'm feeling to read my Bible, but I can't read my Bible. What should I do? I was looking for people that are reading Bible or not listening to them. And they're playing worship music. Well, just thank you again for making the time to be here. Thank you so much. Thank you so no much. Well, well, let's begin. I don't know if I should give you the hot question or the easy question <laughs> first, man. Just like, hey. that now, man. <laughs> which, hey. one, which one do you want, man? Please, an easy question. <laughs> <laughs> okay. She says the easy question. So the reason why I don't like telling people prior to the podcast what question I ask is I want like um not the honest answer. So answer that you have to like actually think about it. Like mm-hmm. you're like, okay, I haven't thought of it this way. So that's why I ask um my questions on the podcast. The only time I give you um a pre-script is when you are going to talk about a particular topic. Which I'm still praying to God to give me that topic to talk to, man. Because I don't want to just open Bible and start talking about topic. That's one thing I don't want yeah. to do. So, yeah. well, without further ado, let's get into this podcast. Get into it. Okay. So, my first question is: What is the best advice you have been given to help you grow? Now, we're not going spiritually. We're going to go physically. Generally, <laughs> we'll come to spiritual you know, later. Physically. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So what what's the best advice someone has given to you? Like, oh, this advice helped me to help you grow up. 
Oh man, they have to think, man. See, I, I feel like now you see how person be that one though. It's true. That's actually well, it's not. I feel like I have to really think because mm. you know we hear one thing that I really love doing is to like um ask people that I know that I've gone older. So I I hear people say lots of things to me. Like I listen to like counsel a lot from people. So there's a lot of advice that I've received. So I'm trying to really really think like which one you know has really helped me in this life but i think um the advice that i have learned is that has really helped me you know in this life is to is to be kind to people i believe like to really be to be a good person to be honest like to be a good person like in life I feel like that's something that I've always held on to me that wherever I find myself like just be kind just you know bless somebody like wherever you find yourself like it's very good just trying to be like obviously as you said like not even like it from a spiritual perspective but I feel like but I I believe the blessings even if you're not spiritual, if you are kind, whatever you give will come back to you. Definitely. So I believe like you do, if you're a good person, because I mean, unbelievers also enjoy blessings as well, but not <laughs> yeah. even going into that aspect, I believe that being a good person, being a genuine person, being kind, being kind to other people, because I believe like in this world, and we all need, life is already, the world is tough. And I feel like, you know, relationships like here, like the people we encounter, you know, we should find as much as possible to add something to somebody's yeah, life, exactly. be kind. Yeah. So I feel like that's something that I always take with me. Like anybody that I see, you know, make sure that, you know, I'm kind and I, I you know, impact the person's life in that, a way. That's so, yeah. Like that's, a nice, that, that's a very, very, very nice advice. Because yeah. like yeah, you saying that's important back to this um, attack, I don't say quote, but it's saying, but I can't remember mm-hmm. where I, I know. I feel like I watched it, but I can't remember exactly where. You know, the person says, she said, um, being kind to people is not for someone, not for the person's happiness, but for your happiness. Mm-hmm. The, like, when you, do, when you do something nice for someone, you're the one that ends up being happy. That, oh, I'm going to add something nice for this person. Oh, right, that is so good. So it's, yeah. not, it's not, it's not, the person is also happy. The person, is, the person get the happiness, mm-hmm. but you, you're like, oh, I feel good also. So like I come mm-hmm. to understand that oh helping people doing good at people is not for their own happiness, but for my own happiness. Also. Like when yeah. I do good to someone like when I do good to someone, I'm doing being end up being happy too. Mm-hmm. Like that helps me. So so if speaking spiritually, like what has helped you grow? Like what helped you grow up like spiritually? Um, I feel like spiritually something that has helped me, you know, to grow up is being honest mm. with where I am. Mm. If there is anything that I've learned in this Christian walk so far, is to be is to be vulnerable, to be honest with God about where you are. That's true. Because I feel like sometimes, you know, coming to this Christian faith, we've learned a lot of things about Christianity. And sometimes you might feel like, okay, I know something. I mean, this is what the Bible says. I mean, there are lots of people that, Yes, this is what the Bible says. This is what the Bible says. This is exactly they can quote scriptures. 
But there are some people that have not really been honest with themselves. Like, do I even have a genuine walk with God? So I feel like being honest with God about where you are. Like, I try my best to be honest with God. Like, if I'm not somewhere. And, you know, funny, sometimes I fall into that trap, to be very honest, of trying to be something I'm not. You know, and I feel like God has had to caution me many times that, you know, because I believe God meets you at that place of you being honest. That place of you being honest with yourself. Like, this is where I'm at. God, I still struggle to hear your voice. God, I still struggle with, like, this habit. God, I still struggle with this thing. Mm -hmm. Telling God exactly how you feel. That's where he meets you. And he helps you. And he walks, you know, he walks hand in hand with you to be a better person. So I feel like being honest with God. If there is anything that you, if you, you know, if you want to love this Christian walk, if you want to live, if you want to be free, you know, feel free in your mind, feel like you're not pretending. Because there's a quote that says that God blesses who you are, not who you pretend to to be. be. So if you pretend to be somebody that you're not, then don't expect the blessings of God. Don't expect God to really meet you at that (laughs) place. Yeah. So I've been being honest with yourself, Mm. where you are. Yeah. It's like something I keep listening. Like you see many, so you see many places, but like, I don't want to, I don't want to generalize, but there are some Christians Mm. that you feel like, because they are Christians, because they hear God voice once, they feel like, as you say, being being honest with God, being vulnerable with mm-hmm. Him, will help mm-hmm. you become not strong. Like staying remaining vulnerable to God is the only way that God can show you new things. Mm-hmm. But like, because if you feel like, okay, I didn't know, I didn't know a lot. Now I can go out. Like, mm-hmm. like I don't need to, I don't need to listen. I don't need to learn. It's just sometimes we need to like, even though as pastors, anybody we ask Christians. No matter what we do, we need to understand something like we are it's God that we're getting this from. Like yeah. let's let's always go back to him. Um, Chandler, um, Chandler Moore, the guy that sang him, Jairi was saying something else. Mm-hmm. He said he is coming, yeah, he's coming, he's beginning to learn something that there's no once you it's the more success you make, the more influence you make. Mm-hmm. The, the more success you make, the more influence you have. And it's come it has come to understand that this influence is coming from God that he cannot step out on his own. He has to go back to God. And say, okay, God, I know nothing. Being able to tell God, I know nothing. God, I'm, I don't know anything. So you teach me. Let me learn from you. That is the only way you, you can. You can remove. You can remove the flesh. You can remove the fire. That that the fire in you can keep coming back. No. Yeah. Like I know I've repeated this in my um, my own advice a lot of time on this podcast, but I'm not tired of repeating it. And it's just like <laughs> it's just one of the best advice I've ever heard in my life. Is that Never surround yourself. Uh, never be the smart people in a place. Don't be the don't be the only smart person in a place. Mm. Like, never. It's not. You won't grow. Yeah. Like you won't grow. You won't not to you won't not to be added to your life spiritually or academically or generally. Wherever you walk to, try to look for the play, people that are smarter than you. Because that's the only that's the only way. That you're like okay. I want to get to that position. I want to I want to mm. I want to climb one step higher. Yeah, you. Yeah. Then once you meet, once you get to that point, you look for the same, look for a different position, place to go there and challenge yourself. That's yeah. that, that's my advice. That I use both spiritually and physically. Yeah, and I yeah. feel like you being honest, it takes a lot of humility. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because too. I believe like we as human beings, right? We have this innate nature to want to prove ourselves. I mean, if somebody should ever tell us the truth, we want to defend it because mm-hmm. we feel like I mean. 
what are you saying? Like, what are you, what are you talking about? Even though we know that what they are saying is even true. So I think it's in us to be proud. You know, we ha- we are we all are proud naturally. To be very yeah. honest, everybody's it's proud. Everybody, everybody's yeah. proud. <laughs> everybody will think about themselves first. Like yeah. everybody yeah. is true, selfish true. actually. But then you know, it takes God working on you to break to break that pride off mm. you and bring you to that place of humility, bringing you in that place of being honest. Because I believe when you are humble, then you can be honest. Like when you are, when God breaks that pride off you, then you are able to be honest. You are able to say, you know, the things like the way it is and not try to. And I feel like sometimes the reason why we are not honest is because we care so much what other people feel. You know, uh, why will I be honest? Like, you know, I mean, the whole world. Because I feel like a lot of people live is deceit. They, and, you know, me personally, personally in my life, I find myself sometimes. It's easier for me to pretend to be something I'm not because everybody around me is like pretending to be. So let's all go with the flow now. Like nobody's being honest because truth is very scary. You facing yourself is scary. You facing yourself and coming to your place and being like, okay, this is really who I am. You, it's like you want to run away. You don't want to face. It's very hard to face yourself. And I feel like, you know, we as human beings, we try to, you know, we run away from it, you know, not wanting to face ourselves. So it's easier to pretend to be something we are not. I mean, let me please people. I mean, everybody's doing it. I might as well. But imagine living your life in self-deceit, like you deceiving yourself for the rest of your life. So that's why I believe it takes God really breaking you down so that you can be honest about who you are, so that you can receive help. Because I don't think God can help somebody that believes they are right or believes that they know the way. Yeah. And I think it's a saying that says, you know, God, God's anointing works best on dead people, dead bed, people that are dead to self, people that are honest, that I need God. Yeah. I need him to help me. Yeah. And I think what you were t- saying about Chandler Moore, like him being like, you know, God, I have, you know, this influence. I know that I can't maintain this if I don't keep coming back to you to be refreshed, you know, to be refilled and go back. So I feel like that's when you know that this is not about me anymore. It's about God. Yeah, so true. yeah. Like true, like yeah, I've gone to the, yeah. yeah, I've gone, I've been in a, in a, um in a period of in a period of my life whereby I'm like I'm always thinking about I'm always worrying about what people are thinking of me. Uh, then like, mm-hmm. one day like I asked my sister, like, hey, what do you think of me? She said, Oh, you you like you love looking people validation and stuff. I like so when she said that, I like, okay, I need to change something. So why I, I don't need to look for proof validation when, when it comes to being a Christian, when it comes to living my life for Christ. I've not I can't see the face of God. So why would I be why would I care about what people are saying about me? When I don't know what face God is making in the character I'm, I'm making. Mm. So we should we should we should like we should not care what people think about us. And that 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 does that that doesn't mean that we should not take advice. Mm. Like we should we should yeah. remember that oh because we don't care about what people think. That doesn't mean that we can we can discard advice. You take the advice, mm-hmm. you go back home, you sit down, and you, you edit what you need out of that advice. Yeah. And the end product is what you're going to use for your life or, or in any situation you find yourself. That doesn't mean that, okay, mm-hmm. I, I don't care about people thinking about my life. That means I will not listen to advice. You you just mm-hmm. you just fall downhill, man. Like, you just go down from from all year to zero instantly mm-hmm. because price go before you fall. So, well, thank you so much, man. Bless it. The mountain where you go, they walk, Sasha. <laughs> 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 oh my god yeah, that's, uh, that's so weird. 
But as as we were talking, I was going through my uh, my questions. I was like, yo, which one should I fire up next? And uh, that that make you calm down, make you relax, make you so that when I bring the next hard one, you'll be you'll be comfortable to answer it. Bad ghost, bad ghost. Bad ghost. Just keep your gloves off. <laughs> no, they say keep your gloves up. Always protect oh, yeah. your face in the, when you're boxing. Your gloves always should be up. So, <laughs> so let me go. That's yeah, so, man. So now, before I will ask you about your Christian life or how you became a Christian. Mm-hmm. So now, as a Christian now, do you find Christianity fun? Wow, that's such a that's a very interesting question. <laughs> oh man, like, to be very honest. Because when I bring the, the speakers I bought of this podcast, whenever I ask that, oh man, there's always a debate. <laughs> As you know, it's a very it's a very interesting question. I feel like the I'll firstly start by the word, you know, I'll first of all talk about the word even fun. Cause I feel like sometimes when you when people think about Christianity and fun, they can't really put them together. Oh, because man. they think about, you know, fun, like, because sometimes when we think about fun, we think about it in the worldly sense. Yeah, the worldly sense. And we don't really think about it like, okay, in the Christian, it's always like, oh, can you still do this? Can you still do that? Like, okay, that's not fun. Then I'm not really interested. So the Christian walk, you know the bible talks about how if anybody wants to come out time you have to um what's it called crucify yourself take up your cross and follow me so i feel like the christian walk is a is a walk of is a walk of dying to self but i feel like one really has to how will i really describe it Okay, as I said before, the word fun, <laughs> the world is a very is a very funny world to the world because when you think about fun, you think about like all the worldly things and everything. But when I think about the Christian life, I think about it as a walk where you are walking with God, like it is fulfilling. And I feel like that's where the fun is. Because if you think about like fun in the worldly sense, it's like, I mean, because, but I think for you to even think about it that way, your mind has to be transformed to really see the Christian walk in that way. Because when you, because when people that are in the world, they think about Christianity, they think about, I mean, I have to stop smoking. I have to stop going to parties. I have to stop doing this. I have to stop doing that. They count me out. I don't want to be part of this Christianity that people say. They think about that. But when you enter a walk with Christ, you think about it. You don't, you know, it is no longer your life. The Bible talks about how, you know, for God so loved the world that he gave. There was sacrifice he gave. So you come into that walk, you are also walking on that path. You are laying your life down. That means that the things you used to do before. You can't do them no more. And you and even and it's not a thing of oh, I can't stop smoking, but a newness has been birthed inside of you. There has been a change of your desire. So it stands from the inside out. It's not more a thing of oh, then I have to stop smoking. I have to stop this. I have to stop this. But it's like 
it comes from what has been brought inside of you, the yeah. encounter you have had. So then again, you now find that, okay, this is the Bible says all things have passed away, new, all things have become um, new. Hmm. So these things are new, saying that my mind has been changed, you know, the, um, my heart has been enlightened. Now I see truth. Now I see that these things are not rewarded. Now you live your life for Christ. You live it for Jesus. And then that's where you find fulfillment. Not to say, I mean, sometimes the devil would then obviously try to tempt us and make us remember these things that we used to do before. Yeah. But then you remember that I remember who I was when I did these things. And you think about now that you're in Christ, the things you experience, then you compare. Is it really worth it? Then your perspective of what fun is has changed because now you realize you have encountered Christ. You know you know who you are living for. You know that you're not living your life for yourself anymore. So now things have changed in you first and then it changed outwardly. So I don't stop smoking because it is a Christian thing to do. I stop smoking because I love Jesus and I'm not living, I'm not living for myself. I'm living for him. Jesus never smoked. So if I say I'm living for him, so why would I do mm-hmm. things that I know that does not bring him glory? That's like, like, that is just um profound because like when when when, you, when I was in high school, man, I was talking to a friend of mine that was like, "Hey, good news." She's a Christian, but how would I explain this uh, Christianity? It's more it's hard to explain. She like she like now if I if I decide to follow Christ now, we we'll have to let go of all this stuff. I'm like, yeah, you have to you have to because what we want to understand is it's not we letting go. Because once you mm-hmm. become Christ, it does become become natural to us to let it go. Mm-hmm. Like naturally, it does go away from us. Like in some cases, mm-hmm. yeah. In most cases, yeah. Once you become Christian, since you do before, like once you generally give a life to Christ, since you find yourself doing before, you just find yourself doing them no more. And since in the, mm-hmm. in the Christian world, I find boring. Be like, wow, damn, this is fun. I'm mm-hmm. like, oh God, I thank you for bringing me here. Thank you for, thank you for making me understand this, this phone. There's a, there's phone in Christ. Mm-hmm. There's phone in Christ. Yeah, Christians can host party too. Yeah. Yeah, like when, when, when you go to a Christian present worship party, mm-hmm. you, you, mm-hmm. you will know that there's nothing compared to the club. Yeah, the club, yeah. That, that, that's no music compared to the club. When you hang out with your friend and you guys are just talking, you guys are just talking about God. I, I, when you, when you check your time, like, oh, five hours are gone. Yeah, I remember mm-hmm. when I would just call my friend on phone, like it would be like 10 p.m. We'll just talk about God, like for like the old fight from 10 p.m. to the next day. Like, I'll be like, sometimes I'll be like, hey, yo, take your time, man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's already day break. We're like, oh, yeah, that is true. Because mm-hmm. we, we have so mm-hmm. much in depth in the word of God that we like, we forget mm-hmm. about the time. That is mm-hmm. fun. Like, and when you go to bed, it's like, young. Uh, my mentor, is, he says something. He says, um, he said, he says, I said, one day it was, he was sleeping it's a game that he was playing soccer with and the general here of within <laughs> so that tells you how his, see, his spiritual life and his physical life is controlled by god mm-hmm. yeah he loves soccer he watch soccer games for pleasure for fun mm-hmm. just to see for, for pleasure and other stuff mm-hmm. and the same time and the same time he goes back home he reads his bible listen to preaching as other words spiritual mm-hmm. stuff i'm like now nah, he's seen himself playing soccer with a man that he watches and but we that, that's that's how we Christian we need, we need to live our life. That, that when we when we go to bed, our spiritual life and our physical life will be, will be the same thing. 
Like it, don't don't like said, don't, don't be bad to. Mm. Yes, that 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 for me that is fun. Like me, there are times in my life where I'll be like, I'm tired of, I can't, I can't find a, a time where I like. Okay, I look forward to going to church. It's just, mm. it's just part of me. Mm. I look, like when it's Sunday, when it's like, oh, it's church time. Okay, I'm looking forward to that today. Mm. And then day I wake up on the Sunday morning, I'm not feeling going to church. I'm like, devil, who are you, man? Come on, mm. get get it behind me. Like since mm. I say a lot is in my in my head when I'm when it, when a thought mm. comes, since devil get it behind me, devil yeah. get it. I say that a lot. Holy Spirit take over and devil get it behind me. So me, so my answer now, Christianity yeah. fun. It's I fun, love, fun yeah, way. I I I really like what you said because it, it made me think about you know how something is rooted in you because I feel like sometimes the reason why some people even Christians themselves don't find this Christian race, you know, fun, is because they try to, they live two lives. As you said, there's that, oh, this is why I'm in church. This is why I'm in the world. And that's because they've not really encountered, you know, the words of God have not really been rooted well in their hearts. Sure. So they're not trying to live double lives, you know, double. They're not, have, they're, they're not like double-minded, as the Bible would say. Because their mind is not set on Jesus. So now there's that conflict of interest. And I was, as you were speaking, somebody said, you know, somebody said something one time. Somebody said, sin is an, illeg- is, an illegit- is an illegitimate way of getting something that is legitimate. Hmm. If you think about it, why people smoke, why people do this, is to find fun, is to, to get joy. True. So why not? encounter jesus who will give you that joy because that sin you you drink it hurts you it hurts your body physically sometimes it even hurts you mentally so you're using an illegitimate way to get that joy that is actually legitimate like joy everybody needs joy but you're using sin to get it but it will not profit you because it is damaging you because you use an illegitimate way to get something so it, it that thing really you know it really is like strong, like it was really speaking to me like, wow, this is really what the world does, right? Because people want peace, people yeah. want joy, exactly. people want these things, but, the, but then the, they, they seek other things, mm. but they don't find the answer, yes. they don't find fulfillment. And that's, what, that's why I said the Christian work is fulfilling. Yeah, it true. is fulfilling. Like, like, mm-hmm. it's, it's one of the best decisions I've ever made in my life. Like, mm. going looking back on my Christian journey and how I am today is that one of the best decisions of following Christ, yeah, just have being mm. born, being born to a Christian family, or mm-hmm. all, all that and that. That 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 that, 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 that won't take you to heaven. Yes, true. Yeah, That's being, very true. Yeah, being, like what pains me the most is seeing people that are kind, that are just naturally kind, mm-hmm. like, and they're not Christians. They don't know God, like, but they are kind. I'm like, yo, man, these people like being good. Mm-hmm. I ain't taking to it's not gonna take it to heaven. Okay, like yeah. th- this question just brought up this question wasn't part of <laughs> wasn't part of it at all. Mm-hmm. As you, as we we're talking about um, fun in Christ, your your prospect your your perspective of how you see it brought up this mm-hmm. question. Mm-hmm. Um if just give me a moment. Like me and my cousin, we were talking the other day and he posted something on his uh, status. Uh, which kind of like I don't know, this, I don't say piss me off, but kind of like, 
make me get shocked that why would he post something like that he said um mm-hmm. in life some people are fortunate why some are just born with without being useful in life then i said that, that is a lie because mm-hmm. then he went further to say um there are people that find it easy to do like there are people that find it naturally to do things why some work hard just to, just to be able to do that same thing that so what is your thought on that on that like do you think people are some, some, some are, do you think god created people to like okay i gave it i go to the earth you are useful you go to the earth you're not useful um i believe when god created man he said you know be fruitful and multiply yeah. there was no way in the scripture he said some be fruitful yeah. some not yeah. be fruitful mm, true. that was you know work you know in the beginning when we were all created so everybody on earth has the ability to be fruitful, to make something fruitful in terms of reproduction, you know, to give birth, and fruitful in, this, in, the, in terms of innovation, create things, bring things to life, birth things. We all have the same brain, but I think the way we use our brain is what differs. There are people, you know, growing up, you know, they pick things early, the way they train themselves, they read books, they do these things, they're excelling, great. There are people, they do not really maximize the way they read books, all these things. So I feel like that also has to do with it. So I don't, I believe, you know, everybody has the ability, but I think the way you maximize it is also the environment you also grew up in, exposure. There's some people that grew, that grew up in environments that don't give them that opportunity to be the best version of themselves. There are people that have grown up in environments, they have, their, they have you know, the resources to help them to be better people. So I think I really believe it's a thing of, but I believe everybody has the ability that I believe because God did not say, some be fruitful, some not. Someone. Everyone. Like, like after so, I, I, I yeah. gave this, I gave this, uh, similar to the answer I gave you gave that I gave it to him. It was like I gave him a go, go with Ephesians one. Uh, and that that's one of my best um pages in the Bible. And Jesus mm-hmm. Christ telling us who we are. So you, mm-hmm. so you are chosen. Say before before you were born, I knew you. you. Mm-hmm. Like you say you are chosen. Say I chose you. Like I was I was given the opportunity to talk in a teen church a few Sundays ago whereby I was talking about why Jesus. My topic was like why Jesus. Then I asked this topic to the audience, why Jesus? And then someone said, because he chose me. Mm-hmm. Then that that alone just made me realize that, see, we didn't have to choose Jesus. He was like, okay, I'm going to choose you. Mm-hmm. And he chose each and every one of us. But he went for that to say something. He said, but why are some, why do some have talent and some don't have talent? So like, what, what is your answer to that? Now, do you think that everybody, some people are born with talent? Why someone else born with talent? I believe, you know, as I said before, like, everybody has the same brain. Yeah. Nobody sure. came with two brains. You know, actually, there are some people that you have, you know, conjoined twins that are based on things that happen, except for those, like, circumstances. But everybody came with one brain. Everybody has something inside of them. Once you are created by God, there is no way you don't carry the ability to break something. There is no way you don't have anything in you. If God creates, I mean, this is the God of the universe. Oh we're talking about God. the God that made the heavens and the earth. 
there is no way you don't carry something you know inside of you so i don't think there's anybody that is just born on this earth just to be on this earth for being sick yeah, i don't yeah. think god is like i don't i don't think so yeah. once he created you you have he said we are created in his image and his likeness we were made to be gods on this earth so it's like everybody has the ability like yeah mm-hmm. so it's a thing of you maximizing yeah. that ability that you have what are you doing what are the resources what are you learning you know like some people and you know there are some people that are not fortunate you know based on their you know environment that they grew up in you know some people but everybody still has the ability and i feel like that's even where the concept of grace the grace of god even helping us because there's some people that do not grow up in really you know in households that they have you know um a lot of what i feel like one thing i love about the bible is that the same principles even apply to everybody to everybody like the god is no respecter of man god is no respecter of man because the bible says you know a man that is diligent in his he didn't say a christian he said a man that is diligent in his own ways he will stand before kings and that's why you have unbelievers that are making it because they're making it man so it's not really a thing of oh i'm a christian or oh, oh just because i'm a christian yeah, then also, yes i must make it like i like i agree to 110 mm-hmm. like what like for me personally mm-hmm. what all i feel like is, is is going on is that we don't know who we are mm-hmm. like we say well like we we call we call ourselves Christian, but we don't know who we are like when he said that i gave him um so with deficiency then he said something about the bible that say the bible is bible is the bible but life is still, is still happening in real life i'm like yo see nobody is born talent not talent um mm. the guy that wrote um purpose driven life said something he said this he said you are not an accident say no child mm. is born an accident you like you, you you may be born you may be like your parents may conceive you when, when they're not when they're not married but you're not you're not, you're not an accident child mm. you, are, you are born for purpose you god mm. god god orchestrates your purpose your, your giving birth that in a way that you came out but like nobody's born an accident everybody's born with a talent is is we now going back to god and say okay god what is it you have put in me yeah like what mm-hmm. is it you have put in me like when you mm-hmm. in the part where in the bible where, where they gave those men gifts that one took his own to go and walk on and planted his own those yeah. like those that you took that gift they were given mm-hmm. you see some some point he was using like he was using this um soccer um talent soccer as an example to portray see not every soccer player you see woke up one morning knew that realize realized that they were talented yeah. playing soccer no like you don't know you don't know the heart i feel like most soccer players you have seen not all of them are talented like not all they were, were born with the talent it's a learned mm-hmm. skill you they learned it they work they yeah. work their ass they went, they went to the gym when, when others are sleeping at night they're in the gym mm-hmm. like they are working they are studying just trying to get to that position i feel like mm-hmm. once we go back to god and like okay god what is it you have put in me? Because mm-hmm. I feel like hey, but God has put something in everybody. Nobody, yeah. like nobody is going to be useless. Nobody is going to be yeah. unuseful. Because mm-hmm. God has put something in you that you can use to to do His work. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm like, so my my, my answer out there to those that I feel like they don't have the talent. See, sit down, go back to God. I say, okay, God, in me, what have you put? Mm-hmm. Like like I'm going to say, He said. You are you are you were created by you are created by Christ. That means you know that was God has put something in you. Mm. You, 
like you have, you have to be to you have to be able to recreate to be creative mm-hmm. because God has put mm-hmm. that put that in us. Mm-hmm. Nobody's born. Nobody's born without no talent or talent or everything. Well, thank you so much, man. Well, yeah. our next <laughs> question. Yeah. I hope I hope you hear this answer because I was like, yo, we need to talk, man. That that answer that and that person you asked me your status is kind of making me scared of your you're living your life, man. Come on, let's let's because now. <laughs> Which question? Oh no, I'm talking I'm talking to my cousin, so. Okay, but like, okay, okay. but like that person kind of like scared me because you mm. just like, it's just, it's just crazy. Some some people will say that if God was in the present world today, as if as if he was not. I was talking like to God. I was talking to someone one day. I was like, okay, I'm trying. I was like, hey, I'm trying to understand how people come and this um sinful life of a thing. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I'm a sinner, but I'm trying to understand this in a way that God. So I can I won't when I see people committing sin, I won't be judgeful of them, but rather I will show love. Mm. To them, my sister was like, "See, uh, is it my sister or someone? Someone, someone who, I can't remember who, but someone was talking. Someone said something. She, uh, she, she said, um, if God was in the presence, for God would change His Bible.' I'm like, mm-hmm. what are you saying, man? Oh. See, nah, nah. See, the Bible says something. Say, everyone I hate mm. will pass away, Absolutely. but my word will remain the same. Never change, yeah. Like my word will remain the same. Look, the worst, mm-hmm. what thing, what pisses me off most, like. God is omnipresent. He's everywhere in the in the past, the future. Is it is it the present? Is it the past? Mm. And the future. It doesn't change who mm. he is. It can't change. You can't. You, you go back. Yes, it's still the same God in t- ten years ago. You come back mm. to ten years later. It's still the same God. Go to ten years future. Oh, it's still the same God. Mm-hmm. So like God, God won't change. God won't change His Bible when He come live in the present world. Mm. I feel like when we read our Bible, every answer we need to ask of, of how to live in this present in world is in the Bible. <laughs> Yeah, it's in the Bible. So, man, we got that person. These are Christian grace, man. Amen. And I feel like questions are really when people ask some questions, it's a reflection of their life. Mm. You know, when you hear some people like ask oh. some questions, you're just like, it's oh, really man. a reflection like, of like how they live exactly. Their life. Like, <laughs> uh, yeah, seriously, because like you see some people just mm-hmm. ask questions, be like, I'm like, that's what I mean. I'm so careful of what I say before I say mm. something. I'm trying. I'm working in the, in the, I'm learning something that I don't have to speak everywhere I go. Mm. Once you have something meaningful to say. Mm. Once you go, I say, the good news, now you can speak. Mm. But I was, I was the kind of guy that wherever I go to, I want to talk. Like, I want to speak, mm-hmm. but like, I'm trying to learn that, okay, just shut up and listen. Mm-hmm. Just keep quiet, listen, take your book, yeah. take your data, write down what you need to learn. It's not everywhere mm. you go to, yeah, you have to speak, but like, it's the way you, it's the, because if you go out now, you're just talking. People will say, why is he living his life that way? Well, our life, see, our life reflects who we are. What we, like, what we, what we say, what we do reflects of who we are. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, like, people mm-hmm. say the word is the reflection of God. The word is not the reflection of God. The word is the reflection of us. Mm-hmm. What, what we do to the word, the word do back to us. So what, mm-hmm. what the word do to us, we do back to the word. It's like it, we reflect each other. Mm-hmm, it doesn't reflect mm-hmm. God. Yeah, it doesn't. But it's just like we need. I feel like we just need like a revival. <laughs> Actually, <laughs> like, we need like a revival. That that yeah. that only that Pentecost, that kind of the Pentecost kind of revival, like <laughs> upper room moments. <laughs> like seriously, like, li- like literally, me. You just like it's, it's what we need, man. Like when during the when the retreat started, I was like, God, I wish this retreat to just be like because of COVID. Because of COVID, now we can't mm-hmm. go to retreat. Mm-hmm. No. 
No, but yeah, Thursday was so uh, so like, it was really powerful. Yeah, I look, I look, I look forward to it. Like retreat because it's the time that I have no phones, I have no laptop. Mm. It's just my Bible and God. It's like now nah, I, I got no choice but to go to one with that Bible. Mm-hmm. Like that is when God speaks in quiet. You're just there alone. Yeah, yeah, you are, you are there as a church, as a group, mm-hmm. as a worker. But the same thing, you're like you are there. But don't forget the Bible says to say, "Run your race as if only you will get the prize." Mm. Yeah, so that's that, that's that. I look forward to it. But this COVID, yes, yeah, COVID ah. just ruined a lot of things. Seriously, yeah. big time ruined it, man. So now, moving on. Mm-hmm. Hmm. So, how did you meet Jesus? Let's let's. We have been hearing you speaking from the mountain top. Now, how did you get to that mountain top? Let's hear that. <laughs> Oh god, this is the news. <laughs> <laughs> now, nah, man, come on. You've been speaking for the market of all day now. Let's hear you. How do you how did you meet Jesus? Hmm. Um how did I really meet Jesus? Okay, so in twenty nineteen, one thing that I really love about Jesus is that his desire is for all men to come to himself. Hmm. He will always look for ways. Like, he will always plant seeds in your heart. So I feel like my life has just been a bunch of seeds that he has, he sowed in my heart that just eventually blossomed. So it was like, you know, from 2019, you know, I used to hear about God. You know, I was just living my life, the way I used to live my life. Like, but I used to hear those seeds were forming. Those seeds were forming. Those seeds were being formed in my heart. But I think the day that everything just really changed in my life, you know, I felt like those seeds really grew and birthed something in me. I think that would be 2020. Yes. I felt like that was when I had, and no, was it, I think it was 2020. Actually, 2019. I think there was a church fast we were going on where we go usually go around that September, October. That was where God was really drawing me to himself that I thought like, okay, this Christian life, I think I'm really ready to take it seriously. But I think that pandemic now crossing into 2020, I entered 2020 with the mindset of, okay, I'm going to be consistent. I just found myself going to Bible study more, going to prayer more. Even though I knew, like, okay, that whole encounter, you know, I don't really had personally, personally like that. But, you know, I just, I just, you know, sure. just told myself that I'm going to be doing this more. Like, it, I just found myself loving to go to church more. You know, loving to hear about the things of God. Then COVID hits. Then everything just really, like, transformed for me. Yeah. Like everything just really, I felt like that's when I, I really had time with me and God, like yeah. personally. Like I really had time to really know him. I think I was just going on a prayer walk one day and I felt in my spirit, God tell me like, you know, I have called you. You know, I've called you. I felt it in my spirit that God, you know, God spoke to me. I, was, I went to the prayer walk. He said, I've called you to myself. And then, you know, it felt because I'm, I didn't know what the voice of God was. Like, I knew God used to speak to me, but, like, I could never recognize God speaking to me. But at that point, I recognized him speaking yeah. to me. And I knew that this is God. This is really God. Like, this is him. So funny because a few months ago, I was just thinking about my walk with God. And the verse that, came, that God came to me was like, you know, 
I drew me, I drew you to, with my love. You know, the scripture that says, I've, I've drawn you to myself. You know, I have drawn you with my everlasting love. You know, that is that. So the first encounter I had of God was just love that you called me. Who am I that you called me? You know, I felt, I felt seen. I felt heard like the God of heaven knows me. Like he has called me to himself. Like I felt like, wow. Like I really felt like, oh my God, who am I that God you are calling like, me to it's myself? Like, yeah, who, like, who am I? Exactly. That, what, what have I done that I deserve this? What have of, I really done? done? Like, this kind so of I, that, that, yeah, that's really what I felt. And I remember, you know, I said you called me and it was just, it was just amazing. I remember, and I told my parents, you know, that whole encounter that I had with Jesus. And, you know, my mom said she was praying the following day. And one thing that she felt God was saying to her, like, you know, I've birthed a fire in your daughter. I've birthed something in her. That's something. And she said she was just praying that day. She was praying because she was like, God, this is what I've been praying for you. You know, I've been praying to you about for my children. And they will really come to know you. So I'm really glad I had that personal encounter. It wasn't a thing of, oh, um, like, I didn't see a vision. Oh, I mean, yeah. I've seen visions. Of, I mean, I've seen visions. I've yeah. had dreams. Yeah. But I want to tell you that it wasn't like, oh, I saw Jesus. Jesus coming down. Yeah. But it was just yeah. me hearing his voice. I feel like my first account was just me hearing his in my spirit. And I knew that this has to be God. Okay. Because I, I felt seen. You know, you know when you feel like, wow, somebody calling me. Like, I, I, I felt like, okay, this is God. Like, this is God calling me. I remember I had, I have called you before. So, um, yeah, that was how everything really started. And then, you know, praying, you know, having, like, Bible groups during that whole COVID period. I had, like, prayers I used to join, prayer groups I used to join. I just used to get myself in his presence, you know, just be in that presence of God, hear him speak to me, just delight myself in him. So I think that was just really, yeah, that was just really how I encountered Jesus. And, wow. you know, not to say that I've not had times where, I've been cold in the faith. Oh. Just to even put it out there that, you know, even though I found Jesus, you know, I've also had times I've been cold. I even had times I'm even backsliding in this faith. But I know to always go back because where else would I go to? You have called me. Where else will I go to? Who else will I turn to? I know how my life has changed since I started following you. So if I go back, <laughs> what would that profit me? What am I going back to go and gain? True, so yeah. I feel, yeah. So that's something that keeps me coming back. And sometimes guilt comes a lot of things. But thank God for his grace that keeps me in him. And I pray I never leave. In Amen. Jesus' name. Amen. So, yeah. Amen. Amen. <laughs> well, thank you so much for sharing that. Well, that's what make fun of you. Well, I've seen you in, in faith. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just joking, man. I'm just joking. It's been easy. I'm just joking. Like, seriously, okay. like, um, because that how I explain this is just when I saw you, not the first time I saw you, like, like the first time I saw you was in Teens Church, like back then, that was like 2017, 2018. Like, when I saw you, I was like, oh, okay, a new, a new girl in the church, nice, wow, let's mm-hmm. keep going. <laughs> then one day, I'm like, I saw you talking to our pastor, saying you're going to a big church, you're down there, you can sit down, <laughs> you can sit down. Oh, you know what, that's our beef, so like. And to actually tell you that period, I wasn't even close with God. Do that yeah, period, like exactly. 
That's what I'm so bringing that, that's, it. That's, that's what I'm bringing it up. God calling yeah, that was what. Yeah, that was mm-hmm. that's what I was bringing it up because like I feel like the twenty during during this recent period, like when I see you, like last time I said, I say mm-hmm. I I envy your spiritual life. That's like, like like I look like like when I watch your WhatsApp status, I'm like, mm-hmm. okay, damn, okay, this guy is going on fire. Like seriously, like, you're not more I'm like okay, cute. She's on fire of God now. Like she's on fire for God. Like you, you can you can see that. Like you, it's not just one one prayer I pray every day is God, do not let your fire die in me. Mm. I don't want to walk by and someone see me like, oh, I don't see the fire of God in you. Nah. Let your fire keep burning in me. Like each day, day in and day out. Because it's not it's not an easy thing to do. Like me, I was born into a big Christian family. Like when I mean big, oh God of heaven. <laughs> Like my like Christian family faith was big. Like my auntie, my uncle, my mom, my dad, everybody was big on faith. So mm-hmm. we have we have pastors in the family, prophets in the family. So for me, I was just like, oh, well, I'm that family guy. Well, let's just join. Let's just join. We go to we go to church because we not go to church. Church love. So we go to church because we are told to go to church. Or what makes me say, okay, okay, good is no, I choose God, not the world. Was the peace. And I've, I feel like I've said this a lot of times, but I can't stress it enough. It's just the peace. Mm. That cold, sweet peace mm. in me, in God that I found. That was just in me. Like, I didn't speak it tongue before I gave my life to Christ. You know, people, they, they speak it tongue and they give life to Christ. My, my case wasn't like that. Mm. I gave my life to Christ before. It was, it was like years later before I started speaking it tongue. Mm. And I gave my life to Christ and I just found that peace in him. Like, it was... Like yo, I I was describing the love of God to someone. I said, um, take the love of someone you know that loves you so much that they will do anything for you, multiply that by eternity. That's the love of Christ. Like, that's the idea of love of Christ I can give to you. But that that that, that doesn't compare. That doesn't compare mm-hmm. to what, what the love God has for you. Because for you, yeah. Who's, who's going to say, okay, I'll go. To, I'll go to. I'll, I'm going to walk through torture for you. Mm-hmm. So you won't die. Who's going to do that? No, no human will say, okay, you can whip me. You can whip me. You can beat me up. So I will die for this person. No, man. It doesn't have to work out. And it's just, my work with God just skyrocketed, skyrocketed that way. Because I was like, okay, God, I want more of you. That peace I found in you. I need more of it. I, just, I can't find that peace outside this, wherever I go to. So I said, I go to church and I was like, well, my name, good news, just, let's say the name. <laughs> also, like you, 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 exactly, like, we gotta be careful. Then we give our kids, man. See, so when, when you hear good news, I'm like, <laughs> it's just like, okay, yeah, good news, man. Maybe you gotta bring good news about it. So mm. that was my that was my own encounter with Christ. Like, encounter. I didn't see this vision of God. Now. As in, uh, I, this, I, didn't see this one. I mean, people have that. Oh, I, I, oh my 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 uncle, yeah. my uncle had that, man. I was like, yeah, I was so, I, I, I'm kind of jealous, man. Like, it's yeah. all, like his own was spectacular. Like how I say, yeah. like that's spectacular. No, my uncle doesn't believe in Christ. So, no, nah, he, mm-hmm. he didn't believe in Christ. Like no. Nah. So one night, um, yeah, in the dream, Jesus appeared to him. Why mm-hmm. he can't see the face of God? Because of the glory. Mm-hmm. Then he opened his hand. But he kept saying that Jesus didn't die. Jesus nothing. Jesus opened his hand, and the blood that nailed him was still gushing out. It was like it was like nah, that's a lie. It's okay, touch it. Okay, touch it and touch it. And God touched his mother. That guy woke up from his dream speaking in tongues. Wow. <laughs> oh, 
uh, I'll lose without that kind of that kind of experience. <laughs> when my own came, I'm like, God, seriously, this this is it. <laughs> God, like, <laughs> ah, seriously, man. I said, God, this is, God, God, is this it? God, like, yo, what do you want? Just calm down, go one side, Joe. I have a, I have a license to do it a lot. That's a show you big vision. Because I feel like sometimes mm-hmm. God might not even show us because some people really glorify that encounter. Mm-hmm. Like, oh my God, they build their Christian life on that encounter. So I feel like God really treats us differently, to be very honest. So I'm always grateful because I feel like Mitch, I always just be like, God, I want to see you. I want to see visions. I want to see you come into my room at a point. I really used to be like that. But I feel like God just had to tell me that. It's not really about the encounter because people have had encounters and they are still the same. Mm. But it's the word of God even transforming your life. True. Because the word will always be there. Will always the be encounter there. Like, will always, always be there. Under ten percent, like always be there. Like, mm-hmm. We've got to understand something, man. This God we're talking about is doesn't. It's not bound by space, time, or matter. Mm. It's this God. Someone says something. If if you, if you don't know God, your life will make no sense. Like if you don't know God, life will make no sense. You keep fighting for you see you keep, you keep scratching for that for joy for fulfillment. You, mm. you do for you change mm. job. Even though you are rich, you still looking for one thing to fulfill yourself. But fulfill yourself, but in yeah. God, is in God we find other stuff. Right? It's in God that we mm. that we find that that fulfillment in God. Yeah. I don't I don't know if I should call you a teenager or a youth or adult. Uh, Seriously, yeah. I wish I might call I you a woman or. <laughs> I, I, I mean, lady, going. please, bro. Uh, Seriously, just start again. Yeah, hey, lady. Let's say you're a guy before. No, serious, goodness. <laughs> okay, now, <laughs> how do you navigate your Christian life? So, you gave a life to Christ. You, you get to know God between 2018 and 2019. It's been three years since you gave a life to Christ, right? It's been. Is it, I think it's 2019. Yeah, because yeah. I feel like me, we were just kind of, will I say rededicating? Actually, mm. giving my life, to be very honest. I don't even think I, I truly live for God. Mm. Like, so, yeah. So, I think so like, either 2019 or 2020, I'm not really yeah. sure when. You, yeah. Yeah, you, you, have, you, have, you have answered this question, but mm-hmm. I just want to ask you again. You answered it when I was asking about your life. You answered three questions in one, one question. That's really? Sometimes <laughs> when, when someone do that on my podcast, I'm like, seriously, I'm just taking my question to you. Let me ask you first, man. Oh <laughs> I used to start to check the, I used to check the, the time. Like, this girl is just taking my question. I, time, if you have a lot of time on the clock, what is going on? What like discuss now? Well, it's not, it's not, it doesn't hurt to repeat some words again, man. It doesn't hurt mm-hmm. to repeat some words again. So, how do you navigate your Christian life now as a teenager? Mm-hmm. What do you mean by navigate? How do you, like, how do you navigate the waters? Like, how do you? Because you, like, you already said it. You join prayer group. You join, but how do you navigate? Mm-hmm. You're, you, be, you became a Christian, but like, okay, now, how am I going to stay in this okay. race? I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to navigate through this race. But the moment mm-hmm. you say, hey, Jesus, I gave my life to you, then went that battlefield. It's okay. Mm-hmm. I've got to understand that the moment you say, I gave my life to you. Mm-hmm. To become the devil, devil will come enemy. for you. Oof, yeah. Like strong. Because I've come to I've come to say something that devil doesn't attack the OGs in Christian anymore. Mm-hmm. Like our parents, those ones that are grounded in truth in Christ. Oh, devil doesn't go after mm-hmm. them anymore. Doesn't have time anymore. 
It's like, okay. Those are the upcoming ones. Mm, those ones that you know that, <laughs> those ones that, that you know that, 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 that a lot of people greater than those in the mm. past. Like, let me, let me attack them. So now, how do you mm. navigate your life through that? How do you, na- how, how, how are you navigating? I don't use the navigate. How are you navigating oh, it? How am I? I feel like it's just me just coming to the understanding that, you know, my life has to revolve around God. Every single thing that I do has to revolve around him. He has to be at the center in everything that I do. If I know I want to keep up, like stay in Jesus, then everything has to be about Jesus. So I feel like that's the mentality that I've come to. So my finances, my career, my relationships, my academics, every single thing has to be about Jesus. And honestly... The journey is still, not to say that everything is sorted out in a day, but I feel like once you have that willingness, because sometimes it can be hard, because sometimes there's that conflict between our own desires and what God wants for us. So I feel like it's also a daily step for me as well, because it took me a long time to realize that God actually cared about my finances, that God, you know, it matters to God. It took me a long time to actually realize. And not to say that I was never, I've never, you know, I thank God. Like, God has given the ability to always give to people. I've never been one to be greedy, you know, my offering I pay. But like, it wasn't so much about that. It was just even about my spending and these things that it also really matters to God. But anyway, I feel like when it comes to the core of everything, is my spiritual life. So I feel like community. If you want to go, you know the Bible. There's this quote that I hear. It's like, if you want to go, if you want to, if you want to go fast, go alone. If you want to go far, go with people. So, I that's how I see it. That if I want to go somewhere far, I need to be with people that are like my bed, like me. So finding people that are also on the same path, they also want to know God. They also want to be better. They also want to go in this Christian life because the Bible talks about not being unequally yoked with unbelievers. And I feel like God says it's also for our own mental health, our own space as well. Because imagine not being in the same space with somebody. It's like, <laughs> how, how do you expect to, to, to go? How do you expect to reap something? Because this Christian life, I realize is that if you are not going forward, you are going backwards. There's no stagnancy. There's no more position in this Christian world. Yeah, if you are not forward, you are backward. So I, one thing I've been able to is like, you know, being able to gather people. I remember the very first thing that I did when I started becoming so close to God, you know, I had like, I don't know if it was a vision or a picture that I saw, but I saw it of people coming together to worship God. And then that's what led me to like create this WhatsApp group that time. You know, it was called Journey with um, Journey with Christ. So it was just people like my friends from America, from Nigeria, from here. One of my friends and like somewhere in, in like, Europe, you know, we just join and we meet every Saturday. And then we have Bible study and then sometimes we pray. You know, when the whole pandemic started. So I feel like that has that really helped me in my Christian life. You know, having people be surrounded with people. And one thing is like, and I feel like we kind of mentioned this is like, because I feel like for the longest, I've always 
it's, it's, it's very easy to be like in a position. <laughs> it's very, it's very easy. So it's very easy to be like in a position of, oh, okay, I'm pouring out to people. But one thing I've even had to realize, even in this Christian life, is that, you know, I also, I also need to meet people that will pour back to me as well. Because one thing I realized with even starting that whole journey with Christ group is because I always just pour out to people, pour out to people, talk about, you know, learn the Bible, this. And sometimes it seemed as if, oh, I'm only reading the word of God because of what I want to pour out to people. people. But me, myself, I wasn't really, it wasn't because, oh, okay, I really wanted to, you know, I'm mm. really... Know the word of God for yourself. It, it's like the word of God itself will, like, bear much fruit. But at the end of the day, it's the motive God sees of our hearts. Like, why are mm. you doing this? So I felt like I was doing this because of what I wanted to pour back to other people, not because I myself really wanted to grow. So I felt like, yeah, finding a balance when it comes to spiritual community, making sure that, okay, if you're in a community, you are listening, you're also pouring, and being in an active community, and you are active there. Because if your goal is to know God and to stay in this faith, you also need to be active, you need to be present, you need to be there. Because there are people on different platforms. I mean, myself, I'm even in some platforms that I don't even talk. So many things happen. We have we are on a lot of group chats these days. But the one that you know you can be able to add something there, add something, you listen as well. Pour back to people. People will yeah. pour back to you as well. This is how you are able to stay in there. I feel like academic-wise academic, academic wise as well, right? I realized that when I started working with God more, things started becoming better for me academically. Knowing that, oh, okay, like God is helping me in academic, being present of the, you know, because sometimes our parents, you know, it's like, oh, God is with you, don't worry, you do well. But it's like right now, I was sure like God is with me academically. So He's helping me as I study, He's helping me in my exams. You know, sometimes God will even lead you to study something, and then you find that that's what actually comes out sometimes. And then you find God just, so I, I realized that things got better for me academically. So also relationships as well. Some relationships had to go. Some had to go. And it wasn't because I didn't love those people. <laughs> but it's because we are not of the same. We are not in the same headspace right now. What, you know, me, this is what I'm thinking of. This is my goal. This is, your goal is different. So I still care about you. I still love you and all. But, you know, this is what I want. I want to... I want to do something else. Like, this is my goal. I want to be better. So I'm going to stay with people that are like-minded like me. So that's something that really helped me. And honestly, it's really hard sometimes. And I would just even like to say, it's like sometimes it's hard to surrender to God's will, even as a Christian. <laughs> even in this faith, it is hard to surrender oh, a lot man. of times. But I feel like one thing that always comes to my mind is like, you know, Jesus is worthy of everything all. And I remember that if I surrender to my own will, what would that profit me? What would that profit me? And I feel like sometimes it's even hard because you have some people, even if you do your own thing, you might do well in that thing. But then again, it's like, is that what God really you wants want for you? And I feel like sometimes there's that struggle because you feel like, at least when I'm doing well, everything is fine. But I feel like one must always have to ask themselves, is this what God wants? I'm actually in God's will for my life. So it is really a journey in this life. It is a journey. The Bible says, you know, we keep beholding until we become like him in all area. 
So it's really a journey of surrendering everything, my academics, my career, my relationships, and even the small things. Because I feel like sometimes we think about the mighty things, like, oh my God, my career. But even what you will wear, God cares about that. Mm-hmm. So I feel like even like even surrendering that to God has even made me also think like, God cares about every single aspect of my life. And God wants me to flourish in every single aspect. So I feel like that is the mentality that I try to keep, you know, daily. That everything, if I want God to bless me, if I want to be in the will of God, God only commits to what he has said. He commits to what he has spoken over your life. So you can't start something now and expect God to come and meet you in the middle and commit to that thing that he never started with you. It doesn't work like that. Yeah. It doesn't work that way. So if you start with God, you will end with him. So he's the author and he's the finisher yes. of our faith. Okay. I started with him, so I am ending with him. So that's how I try to sit by God. Whatever that I've started without you, please let me to stop it and let me to start with you. So I feel like that's the kind of mentality that everything has to revolve around Jesus. Thank you so, so much. Yeah. Thank you, thank you, thank mm-hmm. you, thank you, thank you. Like for those of the for, for the listeners out there that don't that they understand the answer to you know, she said that how she navigated her life was looking for a community that are like-minded with her. People that mm-hmm. people that think the same, people that want the same for spirituality, mm-hmm. people that, that are chasing God, that are eager to chase God, and also going also always going back to God, like always telling God, okay, I'm here, I'm here. Just just party with me, I'm here. So just keep telling God, just party with me, I'm here. So that is it, man. So thank you so much, uh, Queen. Thank you so much for for, <laughs> for coming down from the mountain with us today to to spread your word with us, man. It's just it's been an it's been an honor to know you. I'm on like this. Our our beef our beef will continue. You guys, side. this is the is the cutest thing Gundi has ever said to me in his life. If he doesn't, oh, man, <laughs> let me tell see. you. Oh, man. See, man. The best thing he has said. <laughs> like, you know, there's sometimes, there's sometimes now, yeah. even though it's paying you for body, you know, person do good. Do it and I say person do good now. It's not serious. Like, see, for me personally, I, I can't see myself nothing but being a Christian. Mm-hmm. You know, there are times where I I've I've gone times without that God. Like you see me, church, but I ain't there, man. I'm can- the, the prayer I prayed most today was God, do not make me a carnal Christian. I don't want to be a carnal Christian. I don't I want to be a spiritual Christian. I want to be a supernatural Christian that dwells in the spirit. But I don't I don't want to be carnal, man. I feel like I feel like um lately today say we are mixing um in the way we navigate our Christian life, I feel like we're missing, we're missing the world. We're missing the world, but not the world. More like, should I, should I say, traditional? What mm. tradition? What from? What tradition want from us, and what God want from us? We're mixing them together, which is clashing. Yeah. And that's one yeah. of the topics that I want to like really talk about. I want to break down. Well, mm. we'll keep going. And to... I feel like, sorry, I just want to say something quickly yeah. because. And I feel like we leave the world confused mm. when we leave because you are calling me to Christ, yet your life is not reflecting who you are calling me to. So we leave the world confused with so many questions. Because again, you have people saying that, and this person said they're a Christian, they lied, they are the worst people in their workplace, they are the ones that are stealing, they are the ones that are doing this. 
So we leave the world confused. And it's like, when I think about it, it's like, you know, I'm representing Jesus. I'm representing like, Jesus. Like, we're, we're, we're the Bible people are reading. As in, yeah. we're the Bible people. Like, <laughs> I'm representing Jesus. Yeah. I can't live my life anyhow. Yeah, exactly. We're, like, we're going to be conscious of how we live our life. Like, how we live. For those that don't read the Bible, for those that don't go to church, our life is how they read the Bible. Like, mm-hmm. it's, just, it's just the way you put yourself, the way you, read your, the way you live your life. That's when you look at me, I surround my I surround myself with those that I feel like okay, they can add a value to my life. And also this is just a wonderful discussion, man. There's so many topics that as, as we're both talking, I feel like this people speaking or is in my head talking, but well whatever it is, it's just teenagers youth out there into because you see that, oh yeah, Christian, but you're not rich. I'm like, yo, be careful, man. <laughs> the money will not forget for everyone. <laughs> Just be careful. Just because mm-hmm. I'm saving it, that's, 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 I open your bank to never and I'm saving it. That doesn't mean I don't I don't spend it here mm-hmm. on earth. I have the all I have all right, I have, I have all competition to spend it here on earth. It's just yeah. Sometimes be like, okay, let me just leave without it. It's got I'll go to heaven, I'll see you sit in heaven. So mm-hmm. and it's just like all this, all this kind of stuff. See, Christians can make it be not only um, unbelievers. Christians can make it. I feel like Christians that make, make Christians that make it big goes they go far. They go really, really far. They make it big and yeah. they go far. And when I mean mm-hmm. big, I mean successful, which like they are yeah. billionaires. God See, cares about our so God wants us. He said, "I want you to prosper even as your soul prospers." He cares about our success. He, 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 he wants us to prosper. He cares about our our pocket. Doesn't mm-hmm. doesn't put all in the pocket. Mm-hmm. Just take the money, give him back ten percent. What is ten percent? people do that like, don't make money paying tax yeah it's not yeah sometimes i forget i don't know me i just forget what i do now is i try my best like before first before sunday come the money mm-hmm. is ready to be paid yeah it's mm-hmm. ready to be because once you forget about it like, you forget about it but it's not good to take god's money it's not be a thief yeah. so what do you want to share to the unbelievers out there um i love to tell unbelievers out there that Jesus is real and Jesus can be your friend and I want you to not think about how the world has portrayed him how people that even claim to be Christians have portrayed him you know I don't know if you have been hurt by somebody I don't know if someone who was a Christian that you confided in hurts you or made you just have like a distorted perspective of who Jesus is. I'm so sorry. That is not Jesus. That is people who have falsely presented him. And I love you to know that he wants to be your friend. Jesus is real, first of all. He's not just like a mystic, a mystical person that we just say he's real. And he wants even more than, he wants to even be your friend more than you want might to, ever want, want to, to be. Yeah. Yeah, he loves you so much and he wants, you know, he wants a relationship with you. And I just pray that, you know, you give him your heart. Just take that step. It's a very bold step, but I just really pray that, you know, you take that step to know him as well. You know, life is very... Sweet? Life is, life is sweet with Jesus. Let me just tell you that. Life is sweet. You find yeah. meaning. And I know that even there might be, a, I don't know, you know, they are maybe mostly youths listening to this or whatever age range you might be. And there are lots of noise in the world, people trying to, doing a lot of things to fill that void. 
But I want you to know that Jesus is the answer. He's the only way. You know, so yeah, don't think he's just one of those religious people. This is not religion. This is relationship that we're sharing with you. And you can know God personally on an intimate level. So just give your life to him. And just say a short prayer. And just, you know, pray. And acknowledge him. And be like, God, Jesus Christ, I acknowledge you. I believe that you died on the cross for me. Please, I am here. Take me as I am. Make me better. Make my life meaningful. I've been trying to, you know, involve myself in other things to get fulfillment, to get peace, to get joy. But I've realized that you are the only way. Mm-hmm. Help me to see that you are the only way. That's help true. me to know you. Yeah. And help me to be, and make meaning out of my life. In Jesus' name. Mm-hmm. Amen. Yeah. Yeah. Welcome to the family. And I really pray that, you know, these words, that they bear much fruit in your heart. Yeah. In Jesus' name. I look, I, I look forward to hearing you guys' testimonies. You cannot leave your chat in the chat box there. And guys, please, the prayers you said, if you said it in your heart, it no, doesn't work like that, though. Mm-hmm. You cannot say it mm-hmm. in your heart. Matthew 10, 10 says, Matthew 9, verse Matthew 9, Matthew 10, verse 9, 10 says, <laughs> you, believe, you believe in your heart and confess with your mouth. Mm-hmm. That Jesus Christ is Lord and you shall be saved. Not that you believe with your heart and confess with your mind. Nah, it doesn't work like that. You have to confess with your mouth. Open. Speak it out. Yeah. So speak it out so mm-hmm. devil can hear you. So, so so that you know that someone there's a new there's a new soldier in Christ. Yes. Yeah, so and that's the one thing we've got to understand is that when someone gives a letter to Christ, they they join in heaven. Wow. Mm, and I'm looking forward right. to like what are you what are you looking forward to most? In heaven, I don't even. You know, sometimes I think about it. I'm just like, I don't even know. I just, I feel like for the first, very first few days, it'll just be like, wow, I'm actually in heaven. I feel like it will not even, it will not even click. I'll be like, wait, wait, I'm actually in heaven. Like, I, I, I say, okay, I say, Jesus, I say, bless Jay. I don't make humble. I'll be shocked. And that like there are two things I'm looking forward to. Mm. Um is one, the worship. Mm. Two, the worship. The thousands of questions I have for God that the man never answer from heaven, like God of heaven. <laughs> uh, I I'm gonna fit in that man out there, man. Seriously. Man. So, like, you're gonna understand something, man. See, it's not giving me the other questions. <laughs> My question alone can give you heart attack. <laughs> it's like, okay, well, God, God is spirit, man. Just I'm looking forward to that, day, man. Mm, I'm uh, really looking forward uh, to that. And may we all make it in Jesus' name, yeah, honestly. I, 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 I pray I'll see you. Yeah, you'll see me. In I'll, Jesus see name. No, I'm, I'm <laughs> I'll see you. No, I'll see you. I'll be in front of you. Don't worry, in the line. <laughs> <laughs> Let us cut it. Let us want to talk our own separate. Let us edit stuff. Okay. Thank you so much, guys, for coming again on the podcast. Welcome back to this is Live Wire. Uh, Also, means connecting to the source. The name is always staying connected to the source, just as your phone is always connected to the power source. So seriously, once your phone dies, that is, I know most of us go, want to go crazy, but phone is there. There's no Instagram, there's no WhatsApp, there's no Facebook. So, 
our life is once we disconnect from God, yeah, just like as your charger is always there waiting for it to plug it, God is always there waiting for it. So please let's try and stay connected. See me, I've lived a life where I'm not connected to God and I've gained nothing from that life. Mm. I can tell you that. I can tell that for a fact. I've lived a life with God where I stay connected to him and I gain a lot and just stay connected with him alone. So guys, please and please and please. I look forward to seeing you in heaven. Jesus loves you and I love you guys. Peace out. Bye everyone.